0: This episode is brought to you by Bart Simpson the Vampire. Uh, no, no.
1: Come join us,
0: Lisa. It's so cool. You get to stay up all night drinking blood. And if you say you're a vampire, you get a free small soda at the movies. No, no! Lisa, it's not like you have a choice here.
2: How many times have I told you not to bite your sis? Wait a minute! You are a vampire! Quick! We have to kill the boy! How'd you know he's a vampire? He's a vampire? Homer, we gotta do something. Today he's drinking people's blood. Tomorrow he could be smoking.
3: Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go
0: go 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 go! just had to
1: through the scraggly woods. He had no brains!
0: Horror. Sabrina, don't just stare at it. Eat it. New theatrical releases always get priority.
3: But we also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Uh,
1: uh, uh. Wow,
0: that didn't sound good. Wow <laughs> what's up? What's up? <laughs> Hello, welcome to Horror Movie Talk! Uh, your panel of expert hosts each week are Dr. Bryce Hansen. Hey, that's me. Who holds a PhD in spookology, and me, Professor David Day, the foremost expert in scare- Meow meows. Uh, We always try and review new movies when we can, when they're out, when that's a thing, but this week we're going to be bagging an episode, and you know what time it is, Bryce? What time is it? You know, as we're recording this...
2: <laughs> Whoa, you're oh, never yeah, going to believe what, what time, time it is, is man. <laughs> oh, God. It's 420, man. <laughs> oh. 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 It's 420, man. <laughs> hey, Mom, guess what is 420? Hey. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: But as as it strikes me as we release this, it's definitely not 4:20. But it's 4:20 somewhere, <laughs> right? It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we post new episodes every single Wednesday, so make sure to follow us, subscribe to us, and leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Help us out; helps us out a lot. If you want to get on the show, call us at 682-253-4468. We start out the show by giving a brief review and uh, our score for the movie. We score on a scale of 1 to 10. And after we give our score, we get into spoilers, take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about the film. Later in this episode, we will be doing bad reviews for good movies. Halloween 1978 edition, where we will read bad user reviews for the classic john carpenter halloween i thought
3: you hated that movie
0: i don't misunderstand me don't misquote me and don't fucking put words in my mouth (laughs) you simple bitch (laughs) (laughs) Uh. today we're going to be reviewing a movie that is just wonderful Uh, Vampire's Kiss Uh, I watched it on Vudu Because that's pretty much the only place I could watch it And it was a delightful window Into the soul of one of the most impressive Interesting and entertaining actors Of our age Mr. Nick Cage himself
3: Oh I thought it was Jennifer Beals
0: (laughs) Yeah Yeah Jennifer Beals
3: Yeah, Which she's actually a pretty prolific actress Yeah she was just in uh, The Book of Boba Fett
0: Yeah Well, there you go. Anyway, in any event, here is the trailer for Vampire's Kiss.
1: How was your weekend? It's all right, you know. There's nothing worth shattering. He was an ordinary guy. (laughs) Morning, everyone. Morning. Looking for an extraordinary love. I'm Peter Lev. Rachel. I brought this girl up to my place the other night. It started with a kiss. Really hot. A very special kiss. You wanted her very badly. Yeah. A kiss that could drive you mad. I hate interrupted love affairs, don't you? Yep, 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 yep. It's affecting his work. There you are! It's a horrible, horrible job. And you have to do it. It's ruining his appetite. My next appointment with you is uh, Tuesday afternoon. I'd like to make it sooner. It's spoiling his sleep. Ah, sooner. And don't think people haven't noticed. Am I getting
2: through to you? Alba? He is so eccentric. My, my.
1: For Peter Lowe...
2: Oh, sooner.
1: That's just love. Love, love. In the big city.
2: Yeah. Don't
1: laugh.
2: I'm a professional. I don't laugh. No. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire.
1: <laughs> Nicholas Cage. The tortures of the damned. <laughs> Maria Conchita Alonso. Shoot. Do, Do it or I'll fire you. Do you understand? <laughs> Not the floor, Elva. And Jennifer Beals. You are so pathetic. <clears throat> Vampire's Kiss. Strange stuff. I'll never do that again.
2: Jeez. I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire!
0: I'll never do that again. Jeez. <laughs> Uh. publishing executive Peter Lowe played by Nicolas Cage is bitten by a woman and starts acting erratically believing that he is being controlled by his vampire mistress puts a great deal of stress and pressure on Peter as he deals with the stress of this new vampire relationship Peter leans more and more heavily on his poor secretary Alva played by Maria Conchita Alonso what a musical name Mm -hmm. Maria Conchita Alonso. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, As Peter's madness evolves, it becomes questionable to the audience exactly what is real and what is Peter's rapidly devolving mental state. Uh, Everyone ends up getting more Nicolas Cage than they bargained for. (laughs) Vampire's Kiss is an anomaly of a movie. It's not exactly a terrifying horror movie due to the strong overtones of comedy within Cage's performance. On the other hand, it's not exactly a feel-good romp due to the very serious mental decline of Peter, our protagonist-turned-antagonist and extremely unreliable narrator. It's a dark comedy that will delight those who want to be taken on a crazy ride. Vampire's Kiss Kisses' strongest feature is the insane performance given by Nick Cage. He creates such a believably crazy character that you can't help but remember bumping into people just like him on public transportation (laughs) and wondering, what is their life like? The best part is, you get to see what his life is like. It's touched, tragic, and totally bonkers. Uh, I can't help but feel like writer Joseph Minion uh, spent some time on the New York subway watching mentally disturbed people and began posing the question to himself, what brought that person to this unfortunate place? What was their life like before and during their transition into madness? This is pretty much the only notable directing credit that director Robert Bierman has, and that astonishes me. Uh, it's such a weirdly enjoyable movie and shares so much in common with one of my favorite movies of all time, American Psycho, that I can't help but see all the inspiration that Vampire's Kiss has given to more recent dark comedies. Um, what a fun, fun watch this is.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, it certainly is fun. Like, you gotta definitely be in the mood for this type of movie like were you not in the mood while you watched it um no it was it was fine i it was a movie that i've always kind of wanted to watch even though i kind of got the idea of it like Mm -hmm. i think my conception of it was pretty well aligned with what it was Mm -hmm. which is kind of weird because my conception of it was like just had a bunch of holes in it it's like it's it's about nick cage and he's he thinks he's a vampire, but he's not really. Right, and it progressively gets worse. Right, and that's it. That is it. <laughs> that's all it is. There's like nothing else to hold on to, you know. There's no real important relationships. Like there's a like everything else that happens is is kind of inconsequential. Even all the stuff with Alva, yeah, is like just kind of bizarre. Tell totally, you well, know? you know, yeah. Yeah, it's very. It's. But it, I'll say this: like, if you were, if you watch a Nick Cage unhinged performance like clip show on YouTube, or like a, a compilation of like Nick Cage acting insane, every in notable movies,
0: scene in this movie will be in it.
3: Like half of it is from this film, right? Like, and I'm not even joking. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would even go and time it. Like half of like the memes and his reputation for being an over actor or being kind of crazy in his performances. Like that's almost all from this movie. Yeah. Like the other movies, like there'll be like a a little glimpse of just a moment where he's like kind of loses it, you know, and he lets it, lets it fly for like a moment. This one, the entire movie, he's like acting like an insane person. He's, totally lost his mind but in the movie like when i watch it it was like oh okay in context like he's not over that's exactly what this movie needs right it's specifically the movie is that performance yeah it's the movie it's yeah the movie's nothing without it nothing like everything that you point to is like that bizarre accent it's like no that's a specific choice of an affect for this specific character yeah, that he slides into and out of, you know? And
0: (laughs) I just got done reviewing this with Kate from nightlight horror movie club. And, um, and she had a bunch of, uh, interesting, uh, tidbits of, about the features and stuff of this, you know, like, you know, what happened with the, with the Mm. filming of this movie, Mm. stuff that you wouldn't normally get to hear on this show. But I've gleaned it, so now Mm. congratulations. I've I've read the trivia on IMDb. Right. Well, uh, I mean, so this movie was a huge flop. Huge, 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 huge huge flop. Honestly, not shocking. Not shocking at all. I I, Personally, I think it's way ahead of its time. It's confounding that this came out in 89, when the most tongue-in, or 88- when the most tongue-in-cheek thing that I can think of was like RoboCop, and that's really supremely obvious in right. its in its like uh, yeah, critique.
3: It's, I think like it is a satire, but it's not on the nose. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. There's nothing super specific mm-hmm. about what it's trying to say, right? And even like what it is saying, it's not. It's kind of vague yeah. about it. It's like okay, so he's going insane, but why or like what's the driver of it right or what are we trying to say about this guy's experience going insane and it's not really concerned about you know the moral to the story kind of stuff it's like no we're just gonna watch this guy slowly descend into madness and and uh continue believing he's a vampire
0: (laughs) yeah it's it's just it's it's about the journey the journey is the destination um. Yeah. So uh, I had a great time with this one. I enjoyed this as much as I think anybody can enjoy this movie. Um, I will watch it again. Uh, uh. But that I think this is one of those weird kind of capped off movies that can only achieve s- such a high score. And I think for yeah. me that score is about an eight. And it wouldn't surprise me if your score was a little lower than that. I don't know.
3: Yeah, this one is a really hard one to score cuz it's it's so interesting watching Nick Cage's performance. This but, is super
0: early Nick Cage yeah. too. Like
3: but this there's nothing else there.
0: Right on his trajectory when th- they kind of knew he was going to be a star. Right. And he accepted no money for this like well, we say no money, but it's like forty grand. Yeah. Uh, he he basically was like, oh, I I did this as a charity thing, yeah. and then he used the money to buy his first sports car. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> right. So, but that being said,
3: uh, which is crazy because it seems like he put a lot of work into this movie, a lot of like thought. Well, because it's all him. The whole movie's just right. him. It's
0: just. Yeah. a it's just a character piece yeah. on his crazy character that he made up and you know it has it, it also come to my attention some people hate nick
3: cage hate him D- were you aware of this i i get it do you i don't i don't get it. it yeah i mean i can i can see plenty of reasons for people being turned off by nick cage i guess yeah but i mean i think it's like he's he's an example of an actor where it's like you really He's done enough movies where there's something that you'll like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you can't... When they're saying, like, I don't like Nick Cage, it's because they're tuned into a particular type of performance or a, a particular tone yeah. of his that turns them off, and they don't ever want to see that. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I mean, it's it's the same as, like, I hate Christopher Walken. It's like... I, do man. people hate Christopher Walken? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a weird dude. Like, it's not... it. it there's stuff like that where it can take you out of the movie, where you're not watching a movie. Like the suspension of disbelief isn't there because you're watching
0: Nick Cage, right? You know. Oh man, that's that's my favorite part of Nick Cage movies right. is, but but the way he does it is is a it fe- always feels somewhat appropriate to yeah. an extent. Now I say that not having watched some of his bigger like blockbuster hits mm-hmm. like uh, Con Air and like National Treasure. Um, Please tell me you've
3: seen Face Off.
0: Oh, yeah. I've seen... Oh, God, thank you. I've seen Face Off, The Rock, (laughs) you know, like...
3: Uh, okay, those are the important. Gone ones. in sixty seconds. Yeah, Conair should be on that list, but it's understandable.
0: Yeah, I I kind of wonder if he like I like I said, and I haven't seen National Treasure, but I feel like that's probably his like biggest like general audiences movie, maybe yeah, ever. I think so. Yeah, and I and I go, did he do this kind
3: of thing in that? You know,
0: did he do this like
3: moment of insanity kind of? Uh, yeah, I think there's probably moments of it. He's he's he can be very straight. Like, in his performance. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Like, his whole performance in 8mm,
0: straight, 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 straight. There's never a moment.
3: Right. Um, Which is appropriate. It it never ceases to amaze me that 8mm was made by the same director as Batman and Robin.
0: That's insane. That is crazy.
3: (laughs) Anyways. um, So, yeah, I mean, I I don't give it that high of a score. I, I think it's like an oddity and those don't usually get like a high recommendation from me but it's like if you're interested in oddities it's kind of a must-see it's a
0: meme factory like every nick cage meme has come out of this movie yeah
3: there's there's like a every 15 minutes there's a reliable moment of like holy shit yeah what the fuck is going what on what is happening um, he's losing his mind anyways I'd say I mean I don't know I, I give it a six mm-hmm. it's okay it's not it's it's better than average it's more interesting than the average film it's a but little but also long. yeah it's it's long um, and it's it's like more in the vein of like kind of an obscure independent movie yeah you know,
0: yeah it's it actually blacklisted uh, what what's what is it Joseph Minion as a writer and Robert Bierman as a director. They never worked again. That was
3: that was it. There was one I think it was the writer. One of the IMDb trivia things was he like all, all like it wasn't a financial success, and he blew through all the money that he got from it like almost immediately and he had to start working in a video rental store Oof. and he was working at a video rental store and a customer came up and was talking about this movie he's like whoever wrote that movie should never work in hollywood <laughs> again <sighs> and he just goes your wish is, <laughs> has your been wish is my command it's like, <laughs> it's like oh that sucks
0: yeah, it sounds like something that should have happened to someone more like Charles Band than anybody involved in this movie. Yeah, but, I mean, that's... Uh, but that, that is what happened to Charles Band, and he forced it. He was like, you know what? Fuck you. I'll make my own movie company with strippers yeah. and beer.
3: Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, if you're not working in Hollywood, you just don't have enough stick to it this mm-hmm. you know? You just got to keep sucking putting out dick. shit.
0: Keep sucking dick. <laughs>
2: Wow, wow 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 wow
0: I gotta get in there, baby. Ew!
2: Oh. Ew. Oh. Ew! Ew! Deep.
3: Oh. <laughs> let me see if I can got it. <laughs> <laughs> the... There we go. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: that
0: is so vile. <laughs> Uh And with that, you guys Jesus. should check out Shudder.com. That's where you go for all your horror movie and show streaming services. That's right. Shudder.com, S-H-U-D-D-E-R.com will direct you to a site and an app. With so much in the way of classic and original horror movies and shows that you're just not going to know what to do with yourself. And you're going to be like, I wish I had had more than seven days to hang out and see what's going on on Shudder.com. Well, guess what, stupid? If you enter code HMT at checkout... You get 30 days to Mm. hang around Shudder, watch all the classics, watch all the originals, and just wet your whistle. And you know what? You're going to want to stick around. You're going to want to, because it's a cheap monthly rate, and it's the premier horror movie streaming Mm -hmm. service. It is the Netflix for horror. So check out Shudder.com. Enter that code HMT at checkout, and you're going to have a good time. I guarantee it. (laughs) Also, you should uh, support our sponsor, NightChannels.com. They have all the craziest shirts, sweatshirts, prints, super original prints from cult and horror and alternative and metal, uh, music, movies, and shows. And, I mean, look, we call it the Night Channels Challenge for a reason. You hop on NightChannels.com, you surf around for five minutes Go ahead and exit out of Night Channels after I that. I dare you. I dare you. But you'll you go you go ahead do it. Do it. Do it. Exit out, and then tomorrow, tonight,
3: the next day, you you'll be back. You'll be haunted. You'll be haunted by the designs that you've seen. You'll be like, I got. And you'll be putting on your shirt the next morning, and it'll be like the Exorcist shirt that you you bought from J.C. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, yeah, I mean, this is. This is pretty good. Pretty good, but... But you're like, but... Uh, it's no Haosu. Yeah, I know. It's like...
0: <laughs> it's no Akira.
3: What about that vampirist Lesbo shirt that I was browsing?
0: Yeah, you really love that thing. Have you bought that yet? No. You gotta buy that. You've never stopped talking about it.
3: But, you know... It's the one I grab when I think of, like, an obscure movie. I well, can't...
0: Load up your cart with as many shirts and sweatshirts as you want, because, with code HMT at checkout, you get 13. 13% off your whole order. What? How Channels. much? It's crazy. It's 13%, certifiably the spookiest percentage.
3: So Wait, hold hold on. Let me write this down. What's that code again? Yeah, it's code H M T. Okay. And Does that it. stand for anything?
0: Oh, yeah. It stands for horror movie talk. Okay. On nightchannels.com. That's right. Okay. Check them out. Uh, they support the show, so you support them. If you're listening to these commercials and you're like, I wish I didn't have to listen to these commercials, well, guess what? All you got to do is put your money where your mouth is, bitch. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a real snarky mood today, yeah. guys. You're going to yeah. have to excuse me. but Man, you- on
3: the afterpod, I think we got to discuss all the moments this week that we were both triggered.
0: It's been a trigger some week. conversation. There's some stuff I'm I am not at liberty to divulge uh-huh. for sure. But um, yeah, but yeah, we definitely will. We'll have a trigger off on the afterpod, which is something you get access to if you sign up at our six dollars sixty six level over on Patreon dot com slash horror movie talk. You get no ads in your in your early access reviews. And you also get access to a whole nother podcast that we've been doing for years and years now called the afterpod where we just leave the mics running and talk on there so support the show and you don't have to listen to commercials anymore.
3: Yeah, is it worth a dollar 66 per episode to is it, to avoid the commercials? Yeah,
0: it's a cup of coffee a month. Yeah. Is is how much, you know, go to Starbucks, buy a cup of coffee and you've officially spent as much as you could spend supporting us and getting no commercials on your mm-hmm. horror movie talk episodes and access to a whole bunch of extra streaming entertainment yeah um you know if you want to head on over to Talk.com slash shop you can buy shirts stickers coasters uh cum rags all kind of stuff mm. over there mm-hmm. and all of that stuff has been created by a resident artist that's the man himself
3: <laughs> dustin goble i think we got a couple audio clips of dustin while he's performing <laughs> do it
1: do it do it ah!
2: You're like a big dirty raccoon.
0: Isn't it? Uh. <laughs> oh, Dustin. <laughs> we tell you, he fucks hard, man. He's a professional artist who fucks hard. He also <laughs> takes commissions for artwork from HMT fans. So head on over to him, ask to see his Teflon dick, and contact him at D 0 That's at D G O E B E L00 yeah. on Instagram. And tell them HMT sent you. If you want to call us, call us at 682-253-4468. Thanks again. Let's get into... Spoil
3: me up, Daddy. (laughs) Spoilers. (laughs) All right. Let's get into spoilers.
2: There you are. (laughs) Elva! Elva! Okay,
0: so, okay. This movie's got a few things going for it right off the bat here, Bryce. Number one, you know what it is. Gritty 80s New York. Mm. It was my favorite setting. Mm-hmm. You can't beat it. You can't beat it. When New York was gross and dirty and truly disgusting um, for some reason, just...
3: Yeah, there's a lot of shots in this movie where, like, whenever he's out on the street and going insane when he's like,
2: I am a vampire. I'm a vampire. vampire! I'm a vampire.
3: Yeah. And he's like asking that couple to kill him. That's all shot from like a distant lens. Like they've, they have the camera way up far off and all those people on the street are just people on the street. They are not actors. And the reactions that you see to it are genuine. Right. And you realize like, these are New Yorkers. They're like, ah, this shit again. Yeah, this is the least the least crazy thing they'll see that day. Yeah, in, in 80s early 90s New York. Probably true. And and that's pretty
0: crazy because the thing they're seeing is Nick Cage acting like a crazy person, so it's pretty crazy. Right. Yeah, I I'm pulling up as many of these moments as I can because there is some there's some great he just goes running by this little old lady. And she's like, what the what? Like What? What has happened? I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. Yeah. Um Yeah. I love the gritty 80s New York. It's my favorite thing. Uh but more than that, I love what Cage decided to do with this character, which is can you work out exactly what he's doing here?
3: Yeah, so he's got this super affected accent where it's, he's he, he goes in and out of it, and the more he's trying to impress someone, right. the more he goes into it. And it's like the the these modified vowels where he's like you know, trying to sound pretentious. You know, it's very Donald Trump. It's well, it, it sounds more like uh, Lauren Michaels. It does sound or, a little or bit Dr. Evil. It sounds,
0: it sounds like you know, <laughs> Atlantic kind of like, but I mean, it does sound kind of like Trump, though. Right? And, it does, and Trump a was bit. big in the yeah. 80s, like, it's right. not like he wasn't a thing, um, especially in New York. Like, yeah, Lauren Michaels, Trump, like this weird Atlantic sort of. Hoity toity. Yeah, it's
3: like an attempt at a mid mid-Atla- a Atlantic accent. Yeah. That's like someone that doesn't know how to do it. They're just like, I need to know about this. You, you know. You know. Very breathy,
0: kind of on the ends of it, holds vowels for mm-hmm. too long. And it's so fucking pretentious. But it's exactly a person. Like, it's right. like. It's like some guy you knew from high school who you were always kind of felt like he didn't know who he was mm. and now he's like trying to craft who he is uh-huh. and it is crafted. Yeah it's not authentic but that's become his authentic self in some weird way. It's like
3: Ugh. It's just like this strange feeling. And there's no lead into it. Like it it starts off like immediately. You just get dropped into yeah. his Playboy life. So there, there was one uh, thing where it, it talked about Christian Bale was inspired by this movie and his performance by American Psycho, where he he, he kind of looked at oh Cage's, really? Cage's performance. That and makes it makes so, total sense. It makes so much sense. This movie is
0: like the lead-in to American Psycho. Yeah, it's
3: like a precursor to American Psycho, because it's got a lot of parallels. It's and, like literally a guy going insane in mid 80s new york but you're not quite sure what's fake or real you're he's a protagonist
0: turned antagonist he's an unreliable narrator he's a killer maybe he's maybe a killer he he seems to have some sort of weird death wish
3: yeah and he is definitely going insane and people definitely don't care that much (laughs) yeah 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 it's it's this weird even a psychiatrist is like huh that's interesting right and you, but then you don't even know if he has a psychiatrist.
0: Yeah, it's all thrown into question yeah. at, at at the end. It's so oh, it hits so many boxes for There's
3: me. There's a couple uh, I read in the trivia, like people that were up for this role, and it, it wasn't an IMDb trivia. But I I feel like I remember hearing that at one point Jim Carrey was up for this role. Oh wow, that, that would make sense. That would make sense. Oh, yeah. Like he would have been able to do a similar performance um but i'm not sure if that's right i'm not sure where i heard of that it's either he was up for it or nick cage was up for once bitten or something like that um then but the other ones that it says in the trivia that were up for it go from like pretty obvious choices to like what like the one that's like i could see that is uh judd nelson i don't know who that is judd nelson do you remember the breakfast club vaguely yeah He's the cool dude.
0: Oh, he's yeah. the bully. He's,
3: he's the guy at the end that goes, puts his fist up in the air. Was he the bully? The freeze frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and uh, yeah, that wouldn't make any sense. No, he would have been good. Like he's got the look for it. He's got the look. She's got um, the look. And then it also said. um Sylvester Stallone was up for it. What? That would have been insane. Uh, yo, uh, Shoe. uh,
2: Shoe. there you are.
0: There you are. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. G? And so forth. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I'm not doing the whole ABCs. That's crazy. <laughs> well, I know it's supposed to be crazy, but I'm not crazy.
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, man. Just to just to make it clear, Sylvester Stallone isn't actually in studio right now. It was just us doing it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we start this movie off. We get a brief moment to see how just affected and weird Nick Cage's Peter is. And then he brings a girl back to his studio or his apartment and there is a bat attack we can't stop here this is bat country yeah and then and that's like the beginning of the craziness right like
3: this is kind of the moment where peter it like has some weird in the in the moment in the scene it seems like there might be some kind of significance to it (laughs) but it doesn't really commit to anything right and then later he's talking to a ps- psychiatrist and he's like yeah i felt i felt aroused and like she's like so you were fucking this girl and you said you, you were fe- felt aroused like that seems kind of obvious yeah so, and he's like no 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 no, no.
0: <laughs> specifically when the bat flew in there was a new feeling of arousal yeah. like more arousal right and she's like wait what so but you were with the girl though so <laughs> like she's trying to give him all these outs right and he was, was. wasn't taking him. He's like, no, it's the bat, man. It's the fucking bat. Right. And, and that seems to be the the event, the significant event that threw this whole thing into. It was just the the straw on the camel's back. It was just a seed. Yeah, yeah. The seed grew. And you know what? As someone who has felt on the precipice of insanity, a few time, <laughs> a few times in my life. <laughs> That's kind of the way the, you know, when you're just holding it together at some point, uh-huh. you know, and then just some little thing will happen and it'll just set in motion a series of events, you know? And I could see this as being, you know, the, I mean, this kind of shit happens. People go crazy all the time. And why not a bad attack to bring that <laughs> on, you know? Like, okay. Right. Uh, so, I don't know. People
3: use any... If you have the predilection to go insane, you'll find a reason to go insane. <laughs>
0: yeah. You'll and, find
3: that catalyst. Well, and mean, it can be anything.
0: It, well, it's it's a battle. You know, it mm. it's like fighting for your sanity, you know? There's moments where you just feel like you're just hanging on by the, the mm-hmm. skin of your teeth, kind of. And some See, crazy I, thing, some real crazy thing, like a bat flying into your apartment... Uh-huh
3: could just push you over the edge all of a sudden see i've never felt that really i've never felt like i was toying with sanity Mm. ever yeah i mean i've been depressed and like been you know suicidal
0: well that's a different version that's a different
3: version but i've never been like i'm not sure if i can trust my mind right now yeah it's scary um, and maybe that's the most dangerous thing: is like uh, people that trust their mind complicitly won't question whether they're going insane. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, but
0: it's all it's all kind of a crapshoot because if you're questioning your mind all the time, then you're so keyed up mm-hmm. that you can you can cause it to happen. Right. You know. So it's 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 there's no good. Your your mind is one big program that yeah. can that can be corrupted
3: (laughs) yeah my my friend kevin which someday we'll have on this show um like depending
0: on on how you continue this sentence
3: he's he's had those moments where he's toyed with sanity where he's like yeah i'm not in a good place Mm -hmm. which means something different to me but to him means like he's starting to hear voices yeah that's Kind of a
0: little bit of what I've experienced yeah. when I get into a, a really bad place. I'll start to question what's what's real. Right. You know, and it's you just like your
3: voices start seeing people that aren't there. It's a very weird,
0: scary place.
3: And some people. And it's weird that you can. It's a spectrum to where some people can recognize it and be like, well, that's a weird part of my brain that I'm not going to acknowledge. And then some people spiral into schizophrenia. Right. Uh, I mean, it's not something you can control. No. Uh, and, you know, some people
0: pr- prefer that. Like, if you listen to O's podcast, he loved the psychopathy. Like, he mm. loved being thrown into just derangement.
3: Yeah, that was his. He he. I mean, it sounds kind of fun to
0: he me. He thinks about it fondly, like he remembers. He remember, you know, just being just huffing nitrous day after day after day, and having full conversations with people that weren't there, yeah. and have people walking in his apartment who never happened. He had, get this, he had a full blown like uh, what's that thing when people w- w- tell you they're worried about you and they're. Intervention. He had a full intervention happen with the cast of Jackass that never really happened. So think about that. That's his mind taking an intervention on him right. while right. he's right. fucked up. Like, yeah. like they had an, they did have one of those after his wow. happened already. Like he, right. this is, he's like, wow, this already happened. They're like, what? No, it didn't. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, no, you guys all came in here and did the same thing already. They're like,
1: uh,
3: uh, no. you're proving our point. You know what's an interesting fact that I learned is that schizophrenics, like, there's a thing where schizophrenics in the U.S., they hear voices and they're, like, mean and cruel and, like, they drive people to insanity. I've heard this as well. And then in, like, other countries or, like, in sometimes, like, third world countries, if they have... They have uh, voices speaking to them. They're just nice or just entertaining. Hey, buddy, how's your day going? Yeah, it's not like so that that's also weird. Where it's like specifically our culture is has the poisonous effect on it. Yeah, have you ever listened to like those tapes where it's like simulating going like simulating Mm -hmm. being schizophrenic? Yeah, you are walking down the street and it's just voices like played through your headphones and
0: yeah, to be honest with you, I can't do much of that. Right. Like it freaks me out.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah, That's real. That's real scary stuff to me. Like, so, and, and so this whole subject matter of this slowly going insane is very interesting and simultaneously spooky to me. (laughs) Um, You know, because it just, it feels very possible because you look around and you go, well, that guy's nuts. Mm. How did that happen? What was that? Where yeah. where did he turn? Where did he turn from being somebody's cool kid right. who's in the 11th grade doing good to this? <laughs> you know, where did right. that journey start and end?
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the weird thing with mental illnesses to where it's like they're horrifyingly, like, brain-breaking illnesses that start in your, like, mid-20s. Yeah. Like there's no indication of it whatsoever, and then all of a sudden you like you enter adulthood and your brain breaks. Yeah. So but back to Cage. I think I'm through it now. I don't yeah. think I don't think I have to worry about schizophrenia.
0: Just one one more little so like we've talked about how affected uh Cage's performances, but there's a specific moment in this movie At the start where he's at the bar and he meets Rachel, the quote vampire, and he extends his hand to her like this. He extends it to her up Mm -hmm. near his face and like pointing his hand with palm down Uh to her so that she may grasp it or something, Uh you know, and that's that's the fucking weirdest thing I've ever seen. Oh, and by the way, if you want to really mess with somebody, if you really want to mess with somebody, li- listen, listener, I've had this happen to me and it was the most emasculating thing ever. So if you want to fuck with some dude, this is how you do it. You wait for them to extend their hand in a ha- for a handshake.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And then what you do He's is just grab his fingers.
0: Is You go in and you very tightly grab the tips of his fingers and you turn his hand so that you are holding his hand. Uh, d- with his palm down, and and then you shake his little his little <laughs> his weird little flipper, little flipper, <laughs> and he will you he, he will be mind fucked for years. You will have the upper hand in that engagement. Anyway, that happened to me uh long long ago, and I still think about it. It still fucks me up.
3: Uh, <laughs> or you do the Trump thing where you shake and then you pull him off. Pull off.
0: off. <clears throat> yeah off. Well, yeah. So, uh, Rachel, uh, shows up, she turns out to be a vampire as he, as he takes her home and she just bites the ever loving shit out of his neck and he's kind of like, yeah, this is, mm-hmm. he's feeling it. Mm-hmm. And,
3: uh, the next morning, <laughs> are there any other monsters that are sexy, like vampires that are just like canonically sexy? Canonically sexy. I I guess Wolfman, maybe a little bit. There's a little bit to it, but it's... Was The Bride of Frankenstein sexy? No. No? Huh. Yeah, I mean... Like, vampires is the only monster where it's... Specifically, they have charm and are sexy.
0: Yeah, like, monster monster, yes. Because I think... Because there's this new kind of trend
3: with, like... Well, in like young adult stuff, everyone's sexy. Right. right. It's like, "Oh yeah, the van- the the uh, zombies are sexy too." It's like, "Okay." <laughs>
0: yeah, I think about this new trend of like super hot bitches kind of thing where it's like Jennifer's body or it's like um uh the autopsy of Jane Doe or the um the exorcism of Hannah Grace where it's just like some dead girl mm. or some powered girl, but that they're not a monster, they're not a canonical monster
3: i think we need to explore this a little more so you're saying that the dead body in I, hannah grace is sexy
0: no that was just a, a most i mean it's presented in a sexualized way to, the, to the viewer right is because it? well yeah because it's a naked body of w- naked woman's body sitting on a slab like a better example is the autopsy of jane doe where you just have this smoking hot woman who just happens to be dead and the and the constant focus of the camera
3: like there's (sighs) i think we might have discovered david's fetish here
0: it's not my thing at all Mm. but i will say like have you seen the autopsy of jane doe
3: no i don't think so
0: it's just it's just weird uh, the amount of time that is spent on her tits and ass okay you know okay because she's dead on a table right and but she's a smoking hot girl, so it's they're like trying to do this thing to you, mm, mm. and it's like, why are you do, why are you doing this? But you know, you go, yeah, I kind of get it. You know,
3: necrophilia like, is a thing. Yeah, no, it's definitely a thing. Uh, like, I mean, most fairy tales are just really pandering to necrophiles. necrophiles. Yeah, well, you can't help what you're attracted to. Don't and, uh,
0: and you know, like you? S-
3: Snow? Isn't that isn't that weird when you think of this as an adult? It's like Snow White. It's basically a dead body and a guy's like, Oh man, I want to fuck that. Oh, give me that. Like give let me have that body. Hey, you doors over there. Carry this body into my castle so I can kiss it. And they're like okay. Just, they're like, kiss it? I'm like, yeah, I just Nuzzle. Just want, it. I just want to kiss it. Just wanna nuzzle it. Or Sleeping Beauty. It's like, there's all these sleeping bitches. One of my favorite... <laughs> one of my favorite
0: metal- <laughs> just so hot. One of my favorite metal songs is called Death Mask Divine. And it's by the Black Dally murder, and it's all about uh, an autopsy guy or a mortician who who falls in love with his uh, mm. lady.
3: Yeah, there's a Rob Zombie song about there's it. There's a too. bunch
0: of Slayer songs about it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Kerry King's a fucked up guy. Uh, yeah. Am so- I getting through to you, Alva? <laughs> hey, I
3: think I have that. <laughs>
0: It's too late, Alva. Um, uh, yeah, I'll find it here at some point. But. Yeah.
3: So anyways, found out that David wants to fuck dead bodies. I don't. And that is a fact now. Okay. Um,
0: so, <laughs> you this... know, David, I
3: uh, honestly, like, we probably just shouldn't be talking about women's bodies at all.
0: Yeah. You know, it's what right do we have to talk about a whole half of the population?
3: I mean, not their bodies. We can talk about their minds.
0: Right. But, well, no, we don't have intellect. that. But if the, I have to keep their name out of my mouth, then they got to keep my name out of their mm. mouth. Yeah. You know? I'll say that. That's sure. fair, right? They should never be able to talk about me or my body or any man, Right. It's bodies.
3: Yeah, talk about height. Right. Or dick size. No. Or No, hair. it's not okay. Yeah. Or baldness like this. <laughs> Everyone knows you're not supposed to talk about each other's bodies. Right. Well, actually, no, it's just men. We can't talk about women's bodies. No, right. Um, you know, I'm sorry. I want to apologize to all the times we've talked about women's bodies on the podcast that, you know, we're growing. Yeah. And we're learning. We're learning. And uh, what's the... To quote the great Will Smith, uh, I'm still a work in progress. <laughs>
0: Ew. Ah, Well, you know, we live, we learn, we laugh, we love. Um, (laughs) Do you know know who you're talking to? (laughs) Um, So at this point, he starts going crazy and shit kind of rolls downhill at his office. He's some sort of literary agent. um, And...
3: He decides to focus his ire on poor Alva. Yeah, I mean, there's this weird thing where there's this specific request that we don't (laughs) see on screen. It's just like we see that he's assigning a task to his secretary, which is a writer called up and through basically nostalgia, he's asking for his first writer's contract that he ever did, like... 30 or 40 years ago or something so that he could frame it and hang it on his wall. It's like a very specific request, but Nick Cage couldn't find it in the files. Right. And he assigned the secretary to do whatever she could to go through all the files and paperwork for this one publication to find it.
0: Right. And so it starts becoming a thing. And he, it's, and he, this, this is the, the, the subject matter for that. All of these kind of crazy quotes kind of surrounds is poor Alva. Right. Am I getting through to you? Alva!
2: <laughs> through to I you? I go right to it, Mr. Love. Am I
0: getting through to you? Alva! Where he just takes the consonants and he's like, and like, stretches them out. Yeah, that's great. Um but uh she can't find it. She can't find this file uh in the Alva. And how could something how could I I'm going to play the whole ABC <laughs> the whole ABC clip. Um because it it begins it begins weighing on him so heavily like how, why isn't Alva doing this thing? And the psychiatrist
3: suggests like, well, you know, some stuff gets misfiled.
0: Well, hang on, hang on. We're going to play the whole thing. Okay because this is just a brilliant scene. He's in his psychiatrist's office. He's very perturbed.
1: I had a difficult day yesterday. Got a little upset at the office. Do you want to talk about it? Well, it's just, there's this contract we're trying to locate. (laughs) Trying to locate. Shouldn't, if a company, if a literary agency makes a copy of every contract, of every single contract it makes with a client and then puts it in a file. In the appropriate file. (laughs) Shouldn't the copy be in that file? Yes, I suppose it should. It should, right? Yes. He's so happy she's agreeing with him. (laughs) Yep, 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 yep unless of course it's somehow been misfiled misfiled yes misfiled sometimes somebody puts a document in the wrong file and then it's misfiled and it makes it much harder to find uh, who who what do you mean who i don't know who exactly you don't no i don't you don't whoever filed it in the first place but for God's sakes, Peter, I am not telling you one single thing you don't already know. How could somebody misfile something? What could be easier? It's all alphabetical. You just put it in the right file according to alphabetical order. You know, A B C D E
2: F G Peter. H I J K L M N O P Peter. Q R S T U V W Peter. X Y Z. Ha! That's all you have to do! Very good.
1: You know your alphabet. I never misspelled anything! Not once! Not one time! I'm sure that you didn't. Not once! I want to know, really. Who did? I cannot possibly tell you that. You can't? You can't? No, I can't. Ha! Ha! You call yourself a psychiatrist.
2: <laughs> it's just so crazy.
3: What's crazy is how much comes off in just the audio of it, but that is literally just 50% of that performance. Like, yeah. Probably actually more like 30% of yeah. the performance, because like 70% is his arm motions and,
0: and his, his physicality. Ex- total exasperation, his f- fucking fury, where he's just like, ah! You know what an insane thing to to quote the entire ABCs to somebody, and uh, it, but there there it is, and he does it, and and it's I've never I've never misfiled anything, not once, not one time, and he's got his he's hands got on. his hands on his hips, and that was all choreographed, and w- which is crazy, right? Wait, it
3: was choreographed by the director. It was
0: choreographed. Wow. wow. And they chose. I think. Uh, I think what I recall Kate saying is they chose this weird affect, despite the producers being like, "That's cr- you can't do this." But Cage and the director were like, "Whoa! It has to be this way. He has to be weirdly affected, right? Or else this is not going to play as a black comedy at all. This is going to play as just black." Right. It's just going to be dark, 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 dark yeah, and scary and weird.
3: I saw there was something that it was saying that there's some scenes that were cut out of this that the director and, and Nick Cage just like were devastated by. And that Nick wishes that someday they'd see the light of day because there are some of his best performances. And, and I wonder like oh. one of those things where I wonder how important they are to the movie. Not Right. Well, and I, they probably... They might be. Like, it, that's the weird thing. Sometimes, like, when it's the studio asking you to remove something, mm. where it's probably... It could be, like, an important tonal shift at that moment. I don't know. But, yeah, it's... <laughs> at the same time, I'm not surprised this movie wasn't successful. Like, like, when you hear the studio execs, like, making demands or, like, looking at this movie and being like, that's... This performance is insane. It's like this movie there's nothing for people to relate to. It's like, well, you know what, they were kind of right. It was an awful failure. It's like a it's a really really interesting oddity yeah. in film, but if you're in, in movies to make money and have people see what you make, uh, this was a failure yeah, on but- most fronts until like a decade or two later.
0: Right. And and i mean you're not wrong i think it cost something like 3 million dollars to make and it made less than a million dollars yeah less than a million dollars
3: yeah
0: okay. can you well, imagine they got
3: they got our eight bucks yeah so you well, know, it's working up the way voodoo works
0: they got my yeah eight bucks mm-hmm. i had to rent it twice oh really yeah because it It starts the 24-hour period once you start watching, so I go back to watch it at about the same time as I started watching it the next night. Oh, I thought it was 48 hours. They only give you 24 on Voodoo? On some titles, they give you 24. On some, they give you 48. And on this one, they give you 24. So, So. super cool, Voodoo. Thank you for that. (laughs) So,
3: yeah, they got 12 bucks from us, then.
0: Dang. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Anyway- And this
3: is why you have to be a patron. Do you see how much my- (laughs) uh
0: he, he keeps on he eats a cockroach he
3: he actually ate that cockroach too
0: it, it looks like it it's exactly yeah. how someone who it's exactly on jackass you've seen this a, a right. dozen times on right. jackass where somebody's like i'm gonna eat it real quick um he he can't see himself in the mirror he just keeps going further and further down the drain and the best part is Alva starts getting really scared. This is the best part is Alva's like terrified for her life. And I'm like, yes, yes. No, that's not the best part. Best part is she approaches her relative of some variety and she's like, I need a gun. And he's like, look, I have a gun, but it just has blanks. And she's like, great. Give me the gun with blanks. I just need to be able to protect myself from this insane person because I feel like he's going to rape me. Hmm. He's like, "Okay, here you go. So she has her gun with blanks. He chases her. There you are. Uh, (laughs) And he hops on the table again, choreographed like it seems crazy that he can just jump from flat footed to three feet up onto a desk and point at her and say, there you are. But uh, he does it. He chases her down the hallway and he wants death. Like you can tell he's he's aiming to get shot and she has the gun. So he's like, yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. And this is the thing that reinforces his belief that he's turned into a vampire is that you can't kill him cuz uh-huh. he's been shot several
3: times. Yeah, shoots but, himself in the face. But they nothing were just happened. they were just blanks. Yeah, he has it in his mouth and pulls the trigger twice. Pop pop. Which technically if those were really blanks that would probably would kill you.
0: Yeah, the the amount of pressure released into your head would probably
3: just Blow a hole in your soft tissue, at least.
0: Yeah, I mean, you'd think it would it would really rupture a lot of stuff. Yeah,
3: it still is an explosion, right? So I'm curious how they did that. If that was like I don't know, firecrackers or something. In the, Sound effects in the barrels, probably. Well, they're sparking. I don't know, something we'll never know. Well, that's had- probably where like most of the two million dollars went, just to make sure that they didn't shoot right. Nicholas Cage. Right, at right, all. right. Yeah, yeah. The other thing that they they did was apparently the the scene where he goes crazy and like breaks all the tables and stuff yeah. um which is a great scene like it it rivals like the citizen kane scene where he's tearing up his room uh but i guess all that glass and stuff was real like none of that was safety glass Whoa. and that's why when he kicks that lamp it just looks so spectacularly real and awesome because wow. it's uh, they really he really could have like cut himself and the director's like yeah i can't believe we did that but you know salavi and then he and then he he goes on the
0: search he's he's like not making the transition that he wishes he was you know he doesn't have the vampire teeth mm-hmm. but he's convinced that the sun is harming him he's mm-hmm. he's transitioned into full blown maniac he
3: thinks he can't see himself in the mirror even though
0: obviously the audience can and so this is the point where he goes on the search for fake vampire's teeth. This is a great one. And he gets to the store and he's like, do you have vampire's teeth? And they're like, oh yeah, here's here's the nice model. And he's like, ooh, I only have $3. And they're like, no problem. We got those too. And they get the little, you know, the dumb little... It's literally
3: like the, the, fake the vampire plastic. teeth that you use when you're five years old in right. Halloween. And he's Almost like... It's got the hinge. And he's so satisfied with it. He's like, great. This is perfect.
0: I, this is all I need. And then he's disheveled with fake three dollar vampire teeth walking through manhattan just like this is oh, this is just such a great scene it's him just crying walking through the street In front of a bunch of people these are not actors and when he's and then when he has the conversation with himself and and it shows what he thinks is happening which is talking to his psychiatrist right
3: oh yeah chef's kiss like
0: i was just like this is this is great
3: because it cuts to him in his psychiatrist's office and he's like super well put together and like speaking normally and that cuts back to him, like leaning against a lamppost or something, with his mouth bleeding. He's like, <sighs> "Yeah,"
0: and and his and the psychiatrist in his mind is validating everything. he did. She's like, "He's he's like, uh, I might have killed a few people," and she's like, "No problem. Get out of here, you crazy lovebirds." People die
3: all the time in they, New York. They
0: die all the time. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah. I guess you're right." So it's just his mind just mm-hmm. going. Am I okay? And then his mind going, yeah, you're good. You, yeah. You're fine. You're fine, dude. It's okay. Right. And uh, and finally, it ends up with Alva's uh, relative stabbing him in the heart with a stake. <laughs> right. And it's it's just it's great. like... Uh,
3: Did I ever play this clip from Community? Where... This is one of my favorite scenes in Community, the show. Okay. Uh, Abed, which is kind of the autist... Yeah. The the neurodivergent, the neurodivergent character uh-huh. that breaks the fourth wall relatively regularly. Anyways, he's they have this um, class where it's like on pop culture movies or whatever, and he's given the assignment of whether Nick Cage is a good or a bad actor. Okay, and it just breaks him <laughs> psychologically. Cause he can't he can't figure out whether he's a good or bad actor. So this is like the culmination of that.
0: Okay okay
2: thoughts on Nicolas cage
1: i think he's a genius i mean he keeps getting hired for some reason and it's not because of his hair
2: i don't know if i was in 70 films over 30 years and i spent each one talking at random volumes i might accidentally win an oscar
0: <laughs> i think our opinions about pop
3: culture are fed to us by machines designed to criminalize human autonomy Good
0: one dear god okay. Go. stand right give him space
3: Nicholas Cage, good or bad? A challenge, certainly, but not insolvable. Because all actors have distinct values, which
0: I use to find answers. Abed, how much Nicholas Cage did you get? Enough!
3: <laughs> I watched enough to find <laughs> the answers.
2: <laughs> because this, this is my reality. This is how I learned to be, and my being doesn't allow for Nicholas freaking cage, okay? Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Oh. 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 oh! I'm a cat.
3: I'm a sexy cat.
0: Oh! Oh! oh. oh. Abbott. He goes to Think of down. something safe
2: like Holly Hunter or Don Cheedo. Abbott?
0: It is a brain breaking thing because it's it's confounding. But uh you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess it's a thing where you just like him or you don't.
3: Well, I saw you know, he's coming out with this uh new movie next week. Right. No, it's I think it's, it's called today. The, I think it's No, it's next it's next Friday. Oh, okay. Um it's the we should go see that, by the way. Yes. Well, we'll be doing Kiggins that night. Oh. Well, the unbearable that... weight of massive talent. Yeah. And... Uh, it's a documentary about him. Isn't it? <laughs> it's not a documentary. Um, but it's like a meta-commentary on Nick Cage's career, basically, uh-huh. in a movie form. And he's come out in recent interviews saying, like, these last ten years he's done some of his best work, you know? Mm-hmm. And he includes this this one in it, so I'm kind of curious. But there was some interview where he was talking about his style mm-hmm. of acting. German and one exp- of the things that kind German of... German expressionism? Yeah, so something that, that unlocked it was like, oh, he's he's really using silent film as an inspiration. So, like, silent film actors and... Um, there are some other stuff, but it painted this picture of like, oh, yeah, that is kind of what he's doing. It's it's like stage play almost. Right. It's like playing to the back of the, the back of the theater. But especially like the silent movies where so much has to be communicated through the eyes and and physicality in the moment, because that's all the majority of the movie is like watching that. And like the text is like superficial. Yeah, like if you ever watch a silent movie, it doesn't give you like a full script. Yeah, it's like it gives you the highlights of like this is what he's saying, but really you're watching it on screen, and most of it's communicated through yeah. just their physicality. So
0: huge homage in this, by the way, to Nosferatu. Oh like, yeah, yeah, where his <laughs> yes. hands are up and he's, <laughs> you know, like. Uh, undeniable physicality yeah. in every
3: turn, you know. Right. Just like and <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. I was I watched this one with with Aaron, and one of the first things that she said while watching it, because it's like the first scene. He's like, he's he's really good at acting drunk. I was like, well, yeah, he won an Oscar for it, so I would assume so. Like, he won an Oscar for being a drunk Which and one? uh leaving las vegas i no. don't think he won another oscar but that that's literally oh you know what that movie is about <laughs> yeah it's hard to play a drunk yeah it
0: it really helps to ha- have been an alcoholic i would imagine <laughs> you right. know uh
3: the magic about being acting drunk is drunk people don't want to appear drunk
0: right oh man I've been watching this show on Netflix called The Ultimatum. These they just get these people so lit up, so drunk, and then they they it's so it's so much that where it's like that's such a gross show. It's so gross because they take these couples and they let them have sex with each other. I
3: don't know what the deal is like with Netflix in particular. It feels like seems like Netflix is like goes all in on the grossness factor of any reality show to where it's like for me i'm i'm still like pretty conservative at heart when it comes to sex and stuff like that um you know other than you know i'm also pretty brave too but uh like for me uh-huh. um the bachelor is very creepy to me where uh-huh. it's like so we're just America watching people have sex like that's the show is that you've got all these people and basically the entire premise is like hmm let's see if they fuck and (laughs) you see this stuff where it's like then they fuck and she's like nah she just wasn't very good at fucking so (laughs) Jesus Christ this is what we're watching
0: oh you should you gotta sit down for one episode of the ultimatum you would you would crawl
3: out your skin and then Netflix like goes all in on it's like love is blind and um. love is blind is actually a a pretty great
0: pretty great show that's not quite what you might think it is in terms of being gross but the ultimatum is
3: so gross it reminds me of like the the 90s real fox reality shows of like who Wants to Marry a Millionaire? and Big like Brother. Whore Island or whatever. Whore <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Do you remember those crazy Fox reality shows where it's like... Vaguely. Oh, man, what was that one on the island that they... Whore,
0: ba- Whore
3: Island. Yeah, it was basically like... Whore. Probably similar to the Ultimatum where it was like couples and then they go on an island with a bunch of other couples and... I don't know cheat on each other i can't remember yeah
0: it's you gotta see the ultimatum it is the craziest uh i'm dating this episode and uh and we won't um we won't be releasing this at the time that after right after we release it but if you haven't seen it listener man consider it well with that um who oh you turned your mic off
3: temptation island
0: temptation island
3: i guess that yeah, it's two thousand one, so it's not. Dang, that not is not
0: nineties. Well, it's still at the uh, at the. So it's birth, um, right around the birth of an
3: reality. American reality dating show in which several couples agree to live with a group of singles of the opposite opposite sex in order to test the strength of their relationships. <laughs> Okay. I mean, that's basically what this is, isn't it? Isn't that basically what the ultimatum is? This is much worse uh, because this
0: takes only couples and then goes, who of these couples do you want to watch sleep with your man? Wait, what? Yeah. And like, which one of them do you want to test out? Give him a little spin. And it's like, oh, oh, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's not like, it's like, that's the show. It's not, can you remain Celibate. It's which one of these ones are you fucking? What? It will it will fuck up your head. You'll be like, how did anybody agree to this? And I, then I mean, and some, then watching the mental deterioration of these people like it's like, oh, my
3: God, this is so like I shouldn't be allowed to watch. This should be illegal. Like, you know, this is going to be taken out of context, but. You know, sometimes I, I see these things and I wonder myself, was ISIS right?
2: You're like a big, dirty raccoon,
3: David. It's like, are we headed towards just cultural apocalypse of like, mm, we're just completely... Well, let's be clear, ISIS was not right. On most things. No. We can agree that ISIS was wrong on most things. On pretty much... But on... on all of it. ...American reality show, like, may, they might have had a point. They might have had a point. There. About American reality shows. There's two sides to every story. Yeah.
0: You know? Two sides to every story.
3: What would an ISIS reality show be like?
0: I'm not even going to go there. I'm not going to touch that one with a 10-foot herding pole.
3: Yeah, it'd probably be like... Goat Island. It's like you come, you come with your, your veiled.
0: I'm back, you know, away from this mistress a lot. I'm back, and you're away. just tempted with. I do not a
3: bunch of sheep and goats. I do not
0: condone this at all. This is inappropriate. Who should watch Vampires <laughs> Kiss?
3: I'm sorry, I shouldn't be vilifying ISIS.
0: No, yeah, you definitely shouldn't. They're, you know, they're,
3: yeah. I mean, they're not around anymore, so it's
0: like. As long as you use their pronouns, I'm okay with that. Okay. It. Um, final recommendations: Who would you suggest go out there and rent
3: uh, "Vampire's Kiss"? I, I, I'd like if to, you're a fan of Nick Cage at all, you got to see it. A fan of Nick Cage, like I it, would say it kind of unlocks a lot of his career.
0: It unlocks his career. It's also like the proto American Psycho. Like right. this is this is American Psycho ten years before American Psycho. Um, and it's glorious in that regard. In that, like, what's real? What's not? How, where, at what point did he start going crazy? Has he been crazy the whole time? Who is this really affected, strange person? Like, mm-hmm. it's just a character study. Mm-hmm. And that's, I love character studies. Mm-hmm. And with that, let's get on to bad reviews for good. Movies. This is the Halloween 1978 edition. And this is just a little bit where we look at one star Google reviews for good movies. And we see, we give a voice to those who don't like the movie for whatever reason. And usually these reviews start with the most um, cognizant, the most uh, uh, <laughs> sensical. Uh, One's at the top because Google's some, somewhat intelligent, and it, and it gives you people who are well spoken. So, these first couple reviews I'll read will end up making sense probably to you, or at least uh, it'll be a person who's able to string words together, but it'll, don't worry, it'll devolve. So, uh, Jess Gruba. Gives it one star. Says, I just don't get the buzz. Granted, it was done on a very modest budget and very much from a single source in creator and director, John Carpenter. But this film was so flat. I can't forgive the poor story if the scares are there, but they weren't. It was comical at times. Regrettably, not good in any way. The acting was as bad as the direction. Completely wooden and totally unbelievable. I'm genuinely at a loss for the for the plot it's... Uh plot it. this film has received um it's as if people regarded the 70s as a bad years for horror and as such have attributed its savior or birth of the slashes genre on this film whilst the latter might be true it's, let's not forget what thrills the 70s gave us Texas Chainsaw, Wicker Man Carrie to name a few I'm such a horror fan but this film just stank I gotta say Jess
3: Gruba had a few points. Had a few points. Mm. Um, well, I mean, you hate Halloween, so I mean, that's why you would agree with him. I
0: don't hate Halloween. I think I give it. Uh, like a I'm 10 pretty out of 10. sure
3: a lot of our listeners think that. Know that you hate Halloween. They think that. Um, I'm going to skip one and go to Nathan and Stephanie Dale. First of all, a shared Google account. Really? <laughs> gross. Um, yeah, gross, and also that seems dangerous. I realize. Okay. Sorry, an aside, like all the people that have shared Facebook accounts, the couples that have shared Facebook accounts, I saw a TikTok that just basically explained like if they have a shared Facebook account, that's basically there's some possible infidelity that required that to happen. Yeah. Hmm. That seems so weird to me. Why not just ditch social media in that case? Or like... If it's one... See, I always assumed it was like one person wasn't into social media and the other person was, so they just put their Drag name on it, too.
0: It, yeah, sure, that, too. It's
3: like, well, yeah, if you are if you want to get in contact from Jake from high school, like he never uses Facebook, but his wife does, so you can communicate to their shared account. Yeah. No, it's probably just because Jake was fucking around Damn. on Facebook, got found out. You know, I've been,
0: I've been thinking about this... I just want to say, Bryce, you know, we've been together a long time doing this show, Mm. you know, Mm co-hosts, you know, it's been hard, but we've made it work Mm. over the course of four years. You Mm -hmm. know, there have been moments where it's been like, Mm -hmm. is this worth it? But like, you know, we've tried to understand each other. And uh, and I just want to say thank you because. Yeah, because it's uh, it's hard to get people to stick around and want to be with you for a long time, uh-huh. and uh, and you got to grow in order to right. to make sure that they do. Right. And I feel like we've both tried real hard at that.
3: I think we should start a reality show where podcasters tempt each other with each other's hosts. Oh. So it'd be like just podcast Whore Island. Temptation Island for podcasters. Whore. Just... <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, that's a good idea.
3: Bring a bring a yeah, b- bring us to an island and then just have a bunch of people that want to start a podcast. Microphones everywhere. But don't have <laughs> <laughs> don't have a friend to do it. Huh? See like, "Oh, man, let's let's fuck around, man." You're so funny. And well, what are your thoughts about sh- sh- wokeness? They have such unique takes. <laughs> Eve, uh, this, this guy loves American Psycho as much as I do. Oh. I don't know. I mean, it's like sometimes you think it's not that important, but then you get confronted with it, and you're like, "This girl has so much poison and vitriol in her; she can't help but like break break <laughs> relationships apart." Um. <laughs> Weird. Um, Anyways, Eve, uh, Eva Moore. Sorry let me let me read. Oh, the, I didn't actually you didn't read, read it. Oh, yeah, okay. So Nathan and Stephanie Dale um, say. I'm over halfway through this film, and nothing has happened. Sometimes a man stands in places. If this sounds like your thing, then save yourself an hour and 45 minutes and look at some statues or something. I'm not entirely sure this was written, designed, directed, or produced by anyone professionally uh, connected with making films. Also, the laws of physics do not apply. One out of ten. My cat could have done better.
0: Wow. Wow. Heavy words. Eve Amore says, I'm so adamant. <laughs> this was the worst horror movie, hands down. That was all in caps. I wish I could go back in time and not watch this movie. It sucked. There are a lot of better horror movies out there. The plot was all over the place with no concrete description description of what was actually going on. The characters were very poorly written and overall just didn't scare me at all and quite literally felt more of a comedy movie to me.
3: This one's from Addison Wilson. Uh, One star. First of all, the killing scenes suck in this movie. The acting seems fake. To me, this movie sucked, and there's no barely characters in those. I didn't get anything in this movie. Hopefully, the second movie I watch is good. The second Halloween movie. (laughs) Let me just read the sentence again. The acting seems fake. To me, this movie sucked, and there's no barely characters in those. I didn't get anything in this movie. Hopefully, the second movie I watch is good, the second Halloween movie. That's you all long one sentence.
0: This kind of reminds me. So I have another podcast called Hotline and Advice Podcast where we give advice to people who call in or write into the show, and sometimes they write in with such insane sentences that it's hard to tell what they're what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. This is very similar to that where it's just like, blah, 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 blah. Um, Kevin Brennan says, watch this for the first time all the way through. And besides main theme gets into my overrated, not classic top five close encounters, Chinatown, The Shining, any Tim Burton film and Eternals.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Eternals,
2: but any
0: Tim Burton, any Tim Burton film, any Tim Burton, that's his fourth pick is any. (laughs) just insert any one of them it's whatever the pirates of the caribbean sure that's
3: that's hilarious
0: pirates of the caribbean's not tim burton i'm sorry
3: um thinking johnny depp are you subscribed to our uh, movie circle jerk on reddit no it's one of my favorite subreddits now no oh. cuz it's like memes about how like oh. how much like um uh, Oh, so great! Circle jerking there is in in our movies, yeah, and how much they love Marvel and hate, you know, anything, uh, you know anything whatever. that's well. <laughs> but then it devolves even more into like our movie circle jerk, circle jerk. Yeah, it's like, anyways, it's yeah. They start this. This could jerking. definitely be on on there, like the fact that he lists the Eternals is <laughs> okay. Gwarov uh-huh. says. Boring and outdated movie. Won't recommend anyone in this age. The movie is only likable by millennials. One of the most overrated movies of all time. Times. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, there's a lot of these that say that exact thing. Came- I, lo- I love How old do people think millennials are? This is only likable by millennials. It's like this came out four years before I was born. And I'm like on the I, w- I don't even consider myself a millennial. Yeah, this
0: is like an Xer movie for sure.
3: Yeah, like this is a Gen X movie. Yeah, man, Gen X got off scot-free. Oh well, there's terms, none. Well, there's none of ter- them in terms of like the generation wars of like. Well, there's none it, of them. It goes okay, boomers to fuck millennials. Yeah, but there are no Xers. You know, they're a, a, they're forgotten too. Like they get no glory either. Like I mean, they're. I mean, my brother is a Gen X. Uh Like, I know Gen Xers. Like, it's a thing. Oh, yeah, sure. But it's... It's basically when computers started coming out when you basically start becoming an adult, you know? That's kind of the difference. Millennials, like... For me, I I mean, we've had this conversation before. Like, I'm I'm an older... Like, the oldest millennial to where it's like... Internet didn't come out until I was in middle school or something like that, and back then it was like nothing, you know. Yeah, it was like Netscape Navigator, and you waited thirty minutes for a Netscape like a really, really shitty GIF image. Yeah, of what? Things. Yeah, two things. Two things. Yeah, kind
0: of. We don't. We can't describe those two things. Yeah, I don't think because they're. Probably parts
3: of a woman's body. Yeah, we don't talk about (laughs) boobo, (laughs) booba, big sloppy perpy nips. Hey, David, what you can't talk about a woman's body? Well, I like sloppy perpy nips. You can't, no, David. What you shouldn't be allowed to talk about a woman's body, even just parts of a woman's body. Why not? You're just not allowed. It's insensitive.
0: But I own this podcast. I can talk about whatever I want on nope. it, right?
3: Oh. You shouldn't.
0: Uh Hudson's Rolls <laughs> says I slow cooked an entire roast pig in the time it took Michael to take a step. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gives it one bube out of ten. Oh. Oh
3: uh, Yeah, sometimes. There's gold in these
0: here. Here we go. Jasmine Casella says, hate movie so much blood. I literally threw up. I was so disappointed and disgusted. One star. Uh, the movie was too creepy and gave me nightmares. One star. I really do not know why this is so famous,
3: but it didn't scare me a bit. Honestly, <laughs> heart. Um, and then bit film says, I really do not know why this is so famous, but it did not scare me a bit. Dot, 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 dot. Honestly, heart emoji.
0: Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Franny May says, made me cry, fart, and poop all at once. Mm. Yeah. So there you go. That's bad reviews for good horror movies. Uh, Hey, thank you for sticking around, listening to the show. We sure do appreciate you, everything you do for us, but we appreciate you more if you support the show. Um, by rating it, reviewing it, subscribing to it, or, you know, buying a shirt, hopping on Patreon and tossing us a couple of ducats, uh, all of that goes to help us grow the show and make Mm -hmm. it better for you and attend, um, attend, you know, sensitivity classes
3: Mm -hmm.
0: where we will make sure everything we say doesn't offend anyone ever. Um, Again.
3: We're a work in progress. We're a work in progress, you know. And and if there's anything that Will Smith has taught me is that you can slap the shit out of someone and then just say you're a work in progress and then it's all fine.
0: It's all fine. I mean, there are repercussions, but not, but not apparently penal, not apparently penal. Oh, no,
3: he can't go to a super boring award show for 10 years. Oh,
0: no, Um, but
3: he can still go to the party that people are actually wanting to go to. So he
0: can so he can attack people again at award shows in 10 years.
3: Yes, or he could just attack people again tomorrow on the streets. He could just attack him at the war at the party, the could, Vanity Fair party, and they'll could, probably play getting jiggy with it while he slaps the shit out of someone.
0: If he's willing to do that at an award show on
3: national television, imagine how much his kids get hit. I know, like that's that was the one thing that I was like, oh shit! It's like if you're wanting, if you're uh, give yourself permission to slap. Chris fucking A beloved Rock? celebrity on national, no, international television, live over TV. Over a light joke? Over, like, the lightest joke. Like, that means that you are an abuser.
0: Yeah. And on that note, please support the show. Um, Share it with a friend. You can click through the link at the top of our horrormovietalk.com and buy stuff on Amazon. A couple pennies of that. Not pennies. A couple bucks of that. Your purchase goes to feed our kids Mm -hmm. um, wine and Cool Whip. Mm -hmm. And uh, thank you again. If you want to get a hold of the show, call us at 682-253-4468. Bye. Bye. love you.
2: Bye looking for a podcast full of burps and gas perverted cast skinny and fat look no further horror movie talk is accidentally funny begs to donate money fake sponsors for dummies and so much more new episodes every hump day they'll pickle your dickle for foreplay patreon members have it your way vote for a movie every month for the review choppa choppa don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco put your tongue through the phone hoodie picasso look at them hot kids swear not a pedo got me too'd with cosby eating jello pudding pops done gave Bryce flatulence drain attic, attic dave doesn't a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oh, Oil me up, daddy is dinner. Percent kiss, shit. Bryce Hansen. Look at them hot kids, Chris Henson. Better. Masturbate with a crucifix, An exorcist. Face huggers, chest bursters. Therapy, no Sigourney Weaver, I know it's true cause it came from social media, social media. Patrick Bateman can't understand you, can't understand stab you him. to death for rotten apple reviews, opinionated podcaster with a doctorate, spook, allergy, Doctor what philosophy, bad gastritis, Knee colostomy, turn patreons into human centipedes David a scare him no no expert and go fucks hard professional sexpert after pods taglines and porno flicks American psycho, them guys pretty sick. Chopper, chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso. hoodie Picasso. Look at them hot kids, swear not a pedo. Swear. Got me tooed with Cosby eating Jello, Jell-O. putting pops done gave Bryce flatulence. flatulence. Train addict, addict Dave does it. Give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner. Robs nothing good happens in the woods. Ever. Always get more than you bargain for. Got a pickle to dickle. Machines take old bitties. Killer on the phone, ain't no, no. Vancouver, Portland, Oregon and organs, Corona. COVID, curse, Lorona, Green River Killer, because, reasons, hallway of poop monster, kids, screaming, ain't your ordinary dingleberry itinerary, 30 days shudder and jump scares, they fucking scary, time for the spoilers with jokes and tropes, use their white socks to catch their loads, just show them one titty, pretty, Paganism, you should worship, they teflon dicks Pacific Northwest, let them see one breath. Shifty ass, they spooky, poor man's digress I digress Bugsy <laughs> HMT Hard movie talk Hold on, they don't like Halloween Fuck them <laughs> <laughs> best look best look